What are you doing with your life? What are you trying to accomplish? Where is this all going? Do you even have a goal? Do you have a retirement plan? Do you have a savings account? What happens when you get sick? What are you going to do when your truck breaks down on the side of the road? When are you going to finally give up on this art nonsense and get your shit together, become a productive member of society already? I don't know. I mean, I think I'm doing the best I can with what I've got. I have a lot of interests, but the skills that I've invested all my time into in my adult life just don't seem to translate to a career or a conventional job. I mean, I have several vocations, I guess, but I struggle Vocations? Get out of here. I'm revoking your poetic license. You have an education, so why aren't you putting it to use? You could be making six figures by now, if you had even attempted to find gainful employment after you finished school. But no, you decided to screw around instead. And look where it's gotten you. Look at how many people you went to high school with, who now have successful careers and spouses and children and houses. When you were younger, it sure seemed like you had what it takes to be successful. So, what went wrong? Well, what do you mean, wrong? I, I, I am putting my education to use every day, just not in the conventional sense, I guess, that, that translates directly into financial gain. I, I don't think I've made any wrong decisions in life. I love who I am and where I am and how I spend my time and who I spend it with. And I wouldn't be here now if not for the decisions I made in the past. So I, I don't have any regrets. You talk a good game about being here now. But if that's the case, then why are you so unsatisfied with your current circumstances? Well, I guess that my dissatisfaction with the here and now is at least partly the result of being born into a time and place in which I have to submit to suppressing my most basic human animal needs and desires in order to function. I think that drives all of us insane to greater and lesser degrees and probably explains most dysfunctional behavior that we observe around us today. Oh, okay, so you're a psychologist too now, huh? Tell me, where did you uh, do your postdoctoral work? Do you have any credentials at all? I mean, like, in anything. Do you have anything at all to show for your supposed work over all these years? All I have to show for my experiences in life, all I've got is the perspective I've gained. I am not interested in accumulating wealth or material possessions. I'm only truly happy and satisfied when I'm pursuing new experiences and I've pushed myself outside of my comfort zone so that I can, I can grow and expand and adjust to a, a new normal before I, I, I try to ramp it up again and see how far I can go and, and, and see whether I might catch a glimpse of something new, something novel, something exciting that I can tell other people about. The only evidence I can offer that this is a worthwhile pursuit 
is in the people who I've reached who tell me that this or that piece of insight that I gave them enabled them to grow and inspired them to take action. I can't imagine anything more worthwhile to pursue. Oh, okay. And how has this translated into financial security for you? Oh, wait, what's that? You, you say it hasn't? And you're perpetually broke, and you're frustrated, and you got no health insurance, and you can't afford to pay for those basic things that your peers seem to have no trouble dealing with? Hmm, interesting, isn't it? You decide that you're too good for hard work, for dedication to a career that'll actually make money, and who could have guessed that you'd have to live in a constant state of anxiety as a result? Hmm. Well, hang on, I don't appreciate the insistence that I haven't been hard at work all these years because I've invested so much time and energy into the things that, that matter to me and that I, th I think matter to the world. Uh, but even if I was financially stable in the conventional meaning of the phrase, I know that I would just be trading in this anxiety for some other variation on the same theme you know, I, I could never bring myself to pursue a career in something that I was not passionate about. And the things that I'm passionate about are not well-paying careers. So to make choices that are misaligned with my passions seems like a, a surefire recipe for unhappiness. You really still don't get it yet, do you? That's how this thing works. Who, who said anything about happiness? There's no happiness to be found here. Nobody has a career they love. Of course not. And if they say they do, and they sound convincing about it, it's probably just that they're really good at lying to themselves, which makes it that much easier for them to lie to you. Civilization is not fueled by free love and good vibrations, bro. It only works if you're committed to fucking over your fellow man so that you can get ahead. The better you become at manipulating others and exploiting their labor for your gain, the more successful you will be. That's how you play the game. Wow. You're right. That is how it works. That, that is how you play the game. And that's exactly why... I don't want to participate. Participate? What are you even talking about? You think you can just opt out and, and like disappear into the jungle or something? Do you really think that there's an alternative? No. There isn't an alternative. You're right. And that's why it feels so imperative to me to devote my life to building that alternative and doing whatever I, I can to inspire others to join me in building that alternative. Come what may, for me personally, I, I'll be all right. I have a safety net of friends and family and like good credit. <laughs> Not everyone is so fortunate. Scott and Helen Nearing taught me that the only life worth living is one that's aligned with my values. So if the choice is between struggling for what I believe in or feigning comfort while participating in my own annihilation, well, 
then my choice could not possibly be any easier to make. I choose the struggle, obviously, because I know that this is not the best of all possible worlds. And if we have any hope of creating something better than what we've inherited, then it's going to require millions or probably billions of people struggling just like me. I have to believe that it means something for me to try to lead by example. One must imagine that Sisyphus is happy as he pushes a boulder up a mountain for all eternity. What else is there except the work that's right in front of us? Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Good Life Revival Podcast. I know it's a weird one, (laughs) even by my standards, and uh, I appreciate your willingness to join me on this little detour into the depths of my psyche. The idea for this one just kind of fell out of me, and I decided to roll with it and try not to think too hard about it in the spirit of my musical idol, Arthur Russell, who stressed the importance of first thought, best thought, So I hope you dig it. Please let me know if you loved it or hated it either way. I'm sure I will appreciate your perspective no matter where it lands. I usually make all of the music that I use on this show, but in this case today I have mostly just manipulated some samples from Sun Ra's album Angels and Demons at Play, originally released in 1956. Uh, And that's where that part of the title of this episode comes from. Sun Ra himself, bless his soul, exited this corporeal form and passed on to the astral plane many moons ago. So I can only hope that his estate would not mind me contorting his vibrations to suit my own needs here. If you enjoy this thing I make and you want to ensure that I continue to have the means to make it, I hope you will consider joining me over at patreon.com slash goodliferevival. You can see right there at the top of the page exactly how much money this vocation earns me. (laughs) And uh, if you think that that number should maybe be a little higher, well, there's one very simple thing you could do to uh, make that happen. (laughs) Until next time, this is your friend Sam Sycamore reminding you that a world of angels and demons both of whom make some really good points, as it turns out. (laughs) That world is waiting right outside your door. Are you ready to step out?